is Christina, and thank you for checking in to the Home for Weird OCs. This is a podcast where a friend and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. And today, our guest is my friend Vigil. How are you doing today, tonight, this afternoon, whatever? Oh, I've been worse. I'm excited to be recording a podcast. I always like doing that, so... Well, good. I'm I'm very glad to hear that since I am the one who is uh, the one who invited you to be on the podcast. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, woof indeed. <laughs> um, I uh, this is a night recording, so y'all are going to get a little bit more uh, scatterbrained of Christina than normally, but hopefully this will pass in time. Oh yeah, and I'm two beers in, so we're all good. Hey, ain't no laws. <laughs> ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Mm. But yeah, this is not an alcohol podcast. That's a couple of different podcasts that you probably can listen to slash also would enjoy listening to. But it's not this one. <laughs> nah. This one is about original characters. So, who are we going to be talking about tonight, today, whatever, Vigil? Oh, Lord, I have a couple, but I guess, like, I have one that I always return to whenever I am at a loss for if I want to, like, do something with an original character. My girl, mm-hmm. Cassie Faye, um, okay. I just realized that you've, I've not sent a picture to you of her, ever. Go for it. So, let me see if I could find it. I don't have them saved to my computer, but I think I have them on Imgur somewhere, because... Surprise to people who don't know this about me. I'm big on roleplay, and I tend to um, use, like, Imgur albums for, like, reference if I'm roleplaying on a site that, you know, doesn't have, like, image inlay. Yeah. So, Honestly, go for it. Yeah. I, I have never used Imgur myself, but I am familiar enough with it from trying to look up stuff on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a real bad community that I try to just stay away from at all times. I'm just like, okay, I gotta yeah. make sure this post is hidden so I don't get any racists in my comments. Mm-hmm. You're like, you you want Imgur, but without the community aspect. Yeah, I just want a good image sharing site, and those are in short supply, so. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, I don't do my own art. That's okay. I just, I, it was at a time when I was had a lot of disposable income because i was like 16 and when you have a job at 16 you're just like oh better spend my money on whatever dumb stuff (laughs) i can yeah yeah i wish i could say that i made that i made fun decisions with my spending at 16 but i didn't actually have a job until i think i actually was i think by that point i would have been either 17 or like barely 18 (laughs) Oof. i mean I mean, sometimes you don't get a job because you're busy with school or whatever. You see, I had literally nothing better to do. I I spent Mm -hmm. a lot of high school slacking off and not doing extracurricular activities, which is the reason why school wasn't for me. It's a combination of Mm -hmm. all the mental illnesses, but that's that's a topic for another day. Um, But yeah, left me with a lot of free time, so I was either working or role-playing. Yeah. Honestly, like, before we get actually into Cassie, like, my favorite part of my job that I had when I was in high school was the fact that it got me out of having to pretend to be interested in the high school football games that the rest of my friends wanted to go to. (laughs) I could say, like, oh, I'm so sorry, guys, like, I can't go to the football game, I have to go 
and work tonight. I'm sorry, I have to be there until 10 p.m., my bad. And then you stay home and eat a chocolate bar or something. Well, no, then I actually had to go to work, but then I came <laughs> home and ate a chocolate bar. <laughs> but anyway, so, Cassie. Cassie. Uh, you mentioned that you've had, is Cassie, like, how long have you had Cassie as a character? Oh, Lord, for ages. I don't even remember. Um. Okay, okay. And it's been at least since my, like, late teens. Okay. Like, before that, I've never, like, had one original character that mm -hmm. I've, like, focused on a lot. I've always one been- One mainstay. Yeah, one mainstay. I've always been big on, like, I'll play cannons, and if I if I can't play cannons, then I'll just make a quick disposable OC. And actually, yeah. that's what uh, she started as, one of them okay. disposable OCs, uh, yeah. for a JoJo roleplay, actually. It was... Interesting. Yeah, no, uh, she was originally a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, now she's completely original, different uh, okay, universe. Okay, okay. Um... Made her for a roleplay, which I with I don't remember who I had. I've had, like, ever since, like, back in the day. And, like, I don't anymore, but I had a lot of, like, just roleplay partners that I would talk to and be like, hey, do you want to do something mm -hmm. real quick? I'm bored. And, you know, yeah. we would do something, and I would usually just make up a character. This is a character that um, I made up, and she was most the most recent one that I had made up when I was, um, when I joined a completely different server. Uh, so this was... Actually, when Discord was around, so it must have been, like, I don't okay. remember when. <laughs> okay. I don't remember the so timeline. So, more, like, more text-based roleplay, or, like, would it be, like, voice chat kind of a thing? Yeah, it was text-based. I... Okay, okay. <laughs> voice chat roleplay is scary, unless I'm playing d, &D. I mean... <laughs> Or Power Rangers. Or Power Rangers, I love it. Um... But, yeah, this was... She had been the most recent character that I had made... When I mm -hmm. when I joined a like JoJo roleplay server and there was a lot of drama okay. surrounding that, but I'm not gonna get into that. I'm just gonna get into like it was like based in a fictional town called like okay. I, I'm only thinking of Mariners Bay as the title of the t as the name <laughs> of the town, which isn't true. But... I mean, it is it is a dynamic name for a town. Yeah, so. you know, unknown bay. <laughs> Cassie fave unknown bay. <laughs> it rhymes. Um, but yeah. She was or originally a JoJo OC, like I said. So, okay. you know, she had a stand or whatever. If, you know, if you're unfamiliar with like the, I, I realized that I should probably explain some of this stuff. I, I have a, I have a vague understanding of JoJo and like how the stand thing works. Mostly, mostly because, like, I tried, I was like, I need to have at least a, like, a brief understanding of this, because before that, I'd only ever heard about it from, like, you or Emma, or, like, I think there was another podcast I listened to where they, like, explained JoJo or something. And then I also, I spent also a lot of time on, like, I found a website that was like, oh, a JoJo, like, it's a stand generator, you plug in your song name, and I kept trying to come up with stands for Cher's Believe, which would be my stand. <laughs> because I love Cher. <laughs> That's fair. Cher is great. I've never listened to her music, but I'm sure she's good. She's won an Oscar. I don't keep up with <laughs> awards. Things like <laughs> Glitz and Glamour in Hollywood. I'm j I That's live okay. in Virginia. <laughs> 
we're simple folk down here. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we're about as north as the south can get. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. There are two different powers in JoJo. Uh, the first mm-hmm. one only showed up in the beginning, and it's basically like basic shonen power, and it's called Hamon. It's just like magic sunlight power that comes from your breathing that uh, kills okay. vampires and stuff, and also okay. uh, can do whatever the plot calls for, basically. Like heal okay. yourself or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then there's stands, which happens for everything after the second arc of the series. Because uh, they finally found their gimmick. They found their gimmick. It was originally linked to um, Hamon, which is, I realize I didn't say what the power was called. It's called Hamon or Ripple, if you want to be, like, cool about it. I think Ripple mm-hmm. is a cool name. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was originally based around Ripple, but then they just kind of quickly dropped that. Uh, arc because <laughs> ripple is boring even though i love it um it's basically like you have like a ghost that stands next to you and like nobody can see it but other people with this power and each mm-hmm. one has their own unique things that they can do like for instance um they can shoot fire or it can punch really fast or it can mm-hmm. uh produce rainbows that gives people the delusions that they're turning into snails or you know normal stuff like that um, Isn't there one that was, like, portal hopping or something? Or, like, dimension jumping? Something like that? Uh, there was... There is a couple like that. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how deep you want to get into this tangent, but I can totally explain, like, the intricacies of different stands. <laughs> I... Believe me, I am sure that you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm... I know this to be true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah, so that's the power. Uh, she was originally a Ripple user, uh, until I realized okay. that that's kind of unsustainable because nobody else wanted to do that. So I just mm-hmm. t- attached a stand to her in a, in a yeah. later arc that we were doing, which, mm-hmm. you know, still based around Ripple. It was like, it was like, it increased the um, potency of it and also like gave her like a, I don't want to say pheromone <laughs> type thing, but. An aura. An aura, Yeah. That can, like, put someone at ease or, like, you know, like, relax them, their muscles. She has those good chill vibes. <laughs> she has good chill vibes, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. Originally, she was a bit of a self-insert, actually. Um, mm, go for it. Yeah. I, I actually, when I was reading the intro, I was thinking, like, it's been a long time since we had a good self-insert on Wayward. Yeah, I heard that. And I was like, hmm, <laughs> self-inserts. <laughs> But, um, yeah, she was originally a self ins kind of a self-insert, not really mm-hmm. the kind of person who would, um, like, stay inside and be, like, kind of, uh, if you know, if you're familiar with the term neat, I would use that to describe what she was originally. I think so, yeah. Um, it's that, <laughs> I don't like using that word anymore, but that just kind of speaks to where I was in my late teens. Um, mm-hmm. then when I joined the server, that was kind of quickly discarded mm-hmm. because playing that kind of character is kind of boring for anything other than like a quick scene. Yeah. So I turned her into more of like a, um, kind of like a fighter type, mm-hmm. like an agile fighter and whatnot, yeah. you know, like kind of like slender and 
aerodynamic and stuff. Because that, that's mm-hmm. also very fun to play. Um, yeah. Then I realized, hmm, this is kind of boring. So I turned her into a um, <laughs> large woman with muscles. Because that's mm-hmm. much more fun. And then yeah. uh, when I broke away from the server, uh, she evolved into her own thing. I stopped role-playing JoJo a little bit. And yeah. she turned into just like an MMA fighter from Brooklyn. And that's how I play her nowadays when I do try to roleplay. Okay, okay. That is a uh, that is a, that is a very accurate ride for a character that was made for a JoJo roleplay. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean <laughs> I didn't even explain anything. I never gave her a concrete backstory. That was just like my backstory with her. Yeah. Yeah. So, does she have, like, a character backstory? Or do you kind of, like, adapt that as you, like, use her in different kinds of systems? Or roleplay situations? <laughs> um, well, at one point I tried to give her, like, a more concrete backstory. Mm-hmm. I realized that that was kind of futile, because that doesn't really jive with how I personally write. Um, but she had a backstory at one point where... Okay. Um... She had a family that sucked, and, like, the only person that was good in her family was her brother. When she came out as trans, by the way, she's trans, because I nice. typically play trans characters. Because, <laughs> you know. Go for it. <laughs> me. Um, her brother was the only one that stuck with her, and mm-hmm. I had never fleshed out her brother. I had at one point, but, you know. Okay. I just kind of go off of what i remember of what i fleshed out for him yeah um and then she moved to um brooklyn and started like an underground mma fighting thing and she got big and she like went Mm -hmm. on tv and stuff and defended and got super rich and stuff okay so nice that's just kind of like a short backstory but that's what i remember of it i'm sure i had like a iphone note written down or whatever <laughs> at some point. Mm-hmm. But I don't anymore. I know that feeling. <laughs> so. Whatever works. Yeah, honestly, like, I... Whatever works is, like, the ultimate, like... It's the most fitting expression about character creation. Like, I've made characters on literally, like, scraps of paper, like, from the production line at my work. <laughs> Because I was like, I have an idea. I must write it down. Quick, someone hand me paper while the boss isn't looking so I can write down and then get back to work. <laughs> then you then you look at him later and you're like, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, yeah. that, I mean, that's happened to a couple times. <laughs> I, that's just how it is. Like, whenever you, like, quickly write down a couple of ideas, if you, if you weren't, mm-hmm. like, in it and you're still and you, like, are now in it, like, you, have, you put some caffeine in you or something... Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to understand what you were talking about oh, at yeah. the moment. Oh, yeah. It's it's the whole thing about, like, the, the different kind of, like, creative mindsets. Because it's the same thing for, like, if you have, if you have like, a really good, like, shower thought or, like, a really interesting dream. And then, like, you leave that state of being. You try to, like, write down what you experienced. And you come back ten days later and you just have a note in your phone that says that says like link is a zombie question mark 
You're not gonna know what what's happening. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I did quickly realize that like having a concrete backstory doesn't really fit well with um what I was what I strive for when I write. See, I'm a people pleaser. I'm big on like like what what my roleplay partner at the moment is looking for out of the roleplay. I I just like to write. Like I don't really mm-hmm. I don't really like care about what happens in it. I just like writing. <laughs> like of course I'll I'll um like make the character and stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. it'll I'll ask like, "Hey, do you have any preferences for like what my character's backstory is? Do you want like do you want them to be like linked in some way?" Mm-hmm. And you know, that's usually fun if I'm writing like something shippy or whatever. Um Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh I should actually sit down and try to get a concrete backstory for her at some point now. Try to recapture that flame. <laughs> I this this is a this is literally a podcast about original characters. I will always support people spending time on their OCs. <laughs> <laughs> that is this hashtag brand. Oof. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, you sent me pictures so I can tell what uh, I can tell what Cassie Faye looks like. But cool. would you like to describe her? Oh, of course. I'll I'll describe her. She's yeah, go for um, it. very MMA fighter build, very mm-hmm. muscular. Um, like wide. She wears. She has like short black hair down to her neck, auburn eyes, kind of goldenish. Yeah. You know, like chiseled features really uh <laughs> she wears kind of like a combination between a crop top and a hoodie a little bit which i don't know why i thought of that as an outfit but i think it's interesting and mm-hmm. uh shorts with like the waistband all purple and stuff okay and uh, and in this picture she has um, a championship belt but that's not always a thing mm-hmm. that that happens you know when you're a fighter she also yeah always has on um her like hand bandages for fighting with like hearts on the back of her hands ah that's fun you know kind of like cm punk but cooler because it's hearts mm-hmm. was like the heart thing a motif that you kind of like carry through the different like versions of her oh a little bit it, it, okay. it was more of like the uh the purple and the purple and having boots is more of her like the thing that has always carried through <laughs> her different designs no th- those are good hallmarks to have yeah like having i feel like a character doesn't like need to have like a specific design like you can adapt that as you as you need like if you think oh mm-hmm. i actually i want this character to have like a different build i want this character to have like different hair different eyes different face as long as you have like a recognizable color for the character i feel like Mm -hmm. you're you're off to a good start so as you're essentially talking about like character reincarnation a little bit i mean like you i feel like most people or at least me i'd never like fully scrap an oc if i if i like think if i think of a good idea for a character 
then like I'll try to reincarnate them in a different way. Try okay. to make them like try to make them work for different settings, try to see like what works with the character, what I like about the design and you know, switch it up a little if okay. if I want to. Okay. I on I am personally the kind of I'm the kind of uh player slash character creator that if I'm making a character and they don't work or I forget about them, most of the time they either they most of the time they tend they tend to stay where they are. In the uh, Disney vault. I, yeah. <laughs> um but there have been a couple of times when I have like repurposed characters for other things. Like I think there was I think I had a gem sona fusion that I just really liked the design for, so I made her into a D and D character too. Oh, isn't that just the way it goes? Every character eventually becomes a D and D character or other tabletop game. Or or you figure out just like what would their class be if they were in another another game system. <laughs> yeah. I I literally have like a chart like right over there with just like <laughs> what what would all my OCs have? What would their Pokemon teams be? <laughs> Welcome to Christina. She, she one. She loves charts. I mean, that's more so Tanner than me. I love notes. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, so back to Cassie. <laughs> back to Cassie. Yes. Um, would you like to would you like to talk about something else, or would you like to go into like different like iterations that Cassie has had? Oh, I mean, there's not much there's not much to talk about the different iterations, really. Uh, like I said, originally she was written for a um one off role play where she served a very specific purpose. And mm -hmm. she served that purpose, forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Brought her back for the um, roleplay server, like I said. Mm -hmm. um, I decided, well, that was an idea that I could run with, but I'm going to shelf that and completely revamp the whole, the character's whole power, like, set. Uh, yeah. So she's, at this point, she was still, like, her the neat self kind of like kind of chubby kind of you know kind of cute I, I i thought she was cute at the time um mm -hmm. but i did shelf her stand which was um just the um the like pheromone-esque part of it and i shelved that because i figured i could reuse that later for something else if i want to but you know oh I yeah do that now and uh there were oh, yeah. like there were times in roleplay where I realized I don't want to break character, but also I mm -hmm. want to be, like, more interactive. I want to, like, leave the apartment more yeah. than she was in. Um, yeah. But, you know. But I st I was stubborn. Still am stubborn. Stuck stuck with her iteration until I was like, this isn't working. I'm going to... I'm going to message some people and be like, hey, do you mind if I, like, latch my character to yours a little, uh, like, yeah. friend type? And, you know, from there, it just kind of, like, evolved, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You're... So, you were... You were essentially messaging your fellow players, asking if you could set up play dates between your OC and theirs. <laughs> I mean, essentially. <laughs> like, hey... 
I hope I hope this is okay. Cassie needs to get out of the house a little bit more. Can you like invite her for coffee or something? <laughs> I mean, that's essentially how it was. Like, plan. I'm big on like planning out aspects of role play, mm-hmm. at least for like you know like just like written off the cuff, like no system role play. I'm big on like planning out how everything happens beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I, like, have, like, a nice road map. hmm Same hat, same yeah. hat. <laughs> I just like to know, like, how how I need to proceed so I don't, like, go wildly off track. Because, like, with my mind, you've seen this. I like yeah. to go, like, <laughs> off the frickin' rails. Yep. I have, in fact, seen this. I don't like to, like, ruin, like, entire, like, plots. Like, if I'm playing D&D... I'll be annoyed yeah. by the person who's like, I'm going to kill this important NPC. Which, first time playing D&D, everybody plays a chaotic neutral rogue who does that. Every single person. Every single person plays a chaotic neutral character the first time they're playing D&D. And they just ruin it and they make it not fun for everybody else, but they're having the time of their life. Speaking oh. from experience with myself. <laughs> Let's go back on track. Yeah, where were we? We were talking about like. Oh no, going uh, going going bonanza in yeah. open worlds when available. Yeah. Which, like, honestly, I can also relate to just enjoying getting to explore op- the open world that has been created by someone else. Case in point, Breath of the Wild. Absolutely, Breath of the Wild is like. I don't want to, like, bring my podcast into it, but Breath of the Wild is definitely a gosh darn masterclass in making an open world game. Oh, god, it's so good. I can, like, analyze it and talk about it for hours, but that's not (laughs) this, that's not this podcast, that's the other podcast Mm -hmm. that I'll plug at the end. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that, that kind of open world is just, it is, uh, as... As if you are the person who's creating the world, it can be very, like, it's definitely, like, I have to have lots of things planned, because who knows where they're going to go next. Absolutely. But if you're the player, like, having that sandbox is great. Yeah, like, (laughs) but yeah, I'm not the kind of person to, like, break away from what is, what the DM or, like, person who's running the game in general plans. You don't break the sandbox, you just play in it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or, you know, to quote a, to quote a certain uh, baby brother, uh, play with me in the space. <laughs> play with me! Play with me! <laughs> ah, classic. Uh, I'm so excited to see them. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh, that's so... I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for you. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, like, what has your favorite sandbox been with Cassie? Like, did you have one in particular that you really appreciated, like, getting to play her in? Or, like... Really, honestly... Have you you built one for her? Really, honestly, I've never, like, played her, like, in, like, a group outside of that, um, that original server that I made her for. Well, that Mm -hmm. I adapted her for. Um, Yeah. It's it's funny. I've always like wanted to bring her back on like a group scale, but I don't get the chance to play 
tabletop video <laughs> video games no to play tabletop <laughs> games or like join a role play server enough mm-hmm. yeah. the last role play server that i joined was uh from my friend aldi and that was like only cannons so i mean that's okay. fun but you know i really would like to like actually play a good oc again mm-hmm. yeah it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Getting antsy. Mhm. You got you got the you got the RP itch. Absolutely. Um, mhm. I always try to be like, "Hey, does anybody want to play Dungeons and Dragons or other tabletop game?" Mhm. But you know, it's it's always yeah. like oh yeah totally we'll we'll play eventually and then nothing happened and they never talked about it again yeah yeah that uh that struggle is very real (laughs) very familiar to me (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um let let's just like complete blue sky this here like like you get to play cassie in a game that is starting tomorrow with with a group that is definitely going to be there and like play relatively regularly with like people that you enjoy playing with. What system is it? Or like what kind of a game is it? She's usually in like I meant like I said a modern setting. And I mm-hmm. don't tend to stray far from that, but recently I have been trying to like think of ways to adapt her into like a fantasy setting. Like I said I've had well, I haven't said well, I haven't said that, but I've had the itch to play D and D. Yeah. Um, so I've been thinking, oh, maybe she's like a monk or something, mm-hmm. and like there's plenty of options to go from oh, there. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, like I I've looked over like all the different like monks, like way of the sun, way of whatever. I think mm-hmm. way I think like something like that would be um a good way to like nod to her origins of having like supernatural powers without Mm -hmm. like going overboard on it yeah but um she is always a like modern like normal earth setting so i don't tend to stray far from that you know it just occurs to me that might be a good setting for her what legend of korra Oh my Cause... gosh, I need to actually, like, watch Avatar at some point. Because, <laughs> like... It would be perfect! The... Because, like, once you get to, like, the Korra stage, like, I don't think it counts as a spoiler to say that, like, Legend of Korra is definitely much more similar to the modern world than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avatar, like, Avatar The Last Airbender is pretty firmly set in, you know, like... Like, there's definitely inventions and things, but they're, like, kind of, like pre-industrial revolution i guess you could say yeah kind of but middle like, age-ish uh yeah China. yeah but then cora is definitely like hey yeah no we've got like tv and stuff <laughs> like who knows but during cora's lifetime maybe they'll get computers <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would actually i've never thought about her as like a bender that's because i've never gotten into avatar as a whole but mm-hmm. that would actually be perfect for her, I think. That would be that would be really neat. And I'm sure there's some kind of tabletop system out there for it. <laughs> Almost certainly. There's a tabletop system for anything that's oh, God, gotten yes. popular. Mm-hmm. 
usually an unbalanced Plowed by the Apocalypse one that somebody made in, like, a weekend. (laughs) Not to to throw shade or anything. Oh, I... Believe me, as someone who has hacked a Powered by the Apocalypse game, actually on a couple of occasions, uh, it is very easy to make those OP. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, in that setting, she'd probably be, like, an Earthbender of some variety. I could see that. I could see that. I always, like... Like, especially recently, I try to make her, like, more, like, kind of salt of the earth, kind of, like, mm-hmm. very classic, very bruiser yeah. type. In ca- yeah. I mean, in case you couldn't tell from her character design, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely was getting that. I think the only way that she could look more salt of the earth would be if her, like, like her denim shorts were, like, had, like, the frayed edges on them for, like, I made my own jorts kind of a look. Well, I gotta commission some more art now. <laughs> Good thing that you know several artists who would be more than happy to do so. So many. So many artists, so little money. Uh, that's, that is a solid idea, though, and I actually... Yeah. Character design isn't is, like, something that doesn't come naturally to me, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always... It's always hard to, like, actually, like design a character and like yeah because like i said i have no artistic skills whatsoever so i have to start off by like describing them Mm -hmm. and it's usually like the first artist that i go to and i give my horrible description to (laughs) um and they end up like turning my like horrible frankly it's all it's always like very bad (laughs) They end up turning that into, like, something like this, and I Mm -hmm. run with that, and it's, like, I don't know if that's using a person. No, it's not. It's, it's, like... I I mean, you're commissioning them for a service. (laughs) Yeah. I, I know my, I know my limits, and Mm -hmm. I stay within them. Yeah. I mean, like... I am I, I am a personal advocate for, like, if this is something that you want to try doing, like, definitely try doing it. But also, if it's something that you don't want to try doing it, don't worry about it. Exactly. Like, life is, life is too short to try and exert energy on things that you don't have, like, a particular interest in doing. It's not that I've never had an interest in drawing. It's just that I've, like, never had the time to dedicate to learning yeah which is you know i've tried multiple times but i just end up getting like super busy and it falls by the wayside Mm -hmm. which that's fine i know that feeling very well (laughs) gestures to pile behind me of sketched but uninked uh oc tober drawings (laughs) (laughs) oh no uh they're honestly probably just going to get, like, posted throughout November, because that's when I'm going to have time. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, though. It'll count, because do- I'm doing it for me. Yeah. Before I forget, what are some of your favorite things that happened when you've been playing Cassie? Like, favorite plot points, things that you've done, any particular, like, shenanigan? Oh, gosh. What comes to mind is, um... Definitely my favorite thing that I've done is when she was still a JoJo OC, Mm -hmm. and, like, 
it was in the process of her like my transition from okay this isn't working i need to give her a stand if i want to interact with these people um yeah <laughs> so I, I we had like a whole i had like a whole storyline about it about her like nicking herself on you get a stand from an arrow like a, yeah some from kind a of weird arrow. arrow where like don't you have to be like shot by the arrow and then die to get a stand in a way in a way you don't actually oh like die only one person has actually died well came close to dying from it okay you do you do bleed a lot but yeah no it was like she ended up getting a stand and like it was there was a whole like illness arc and like yeah she wasn't doing so well and she had no clue like what was happening to her and that's always like an interesting thing to write is a character like in dire straits mm-hmm. and i don't write it enough or even play it enough when i'm actually playing tabletop games yeah yeah it's it's something i'd love to explore like more often because that still stands as like one of the most fun i've had writing this character mm-hmm. okay okay that was really interesting like considering her origins is like a jojo oc i was expecting you to say like oh yeah there's this one time when like she and her stand managed to punch a hole through reality and like slap <laughs> god in the face or something because <laughs> that's my perception of jojo oh no i mean kind of but <laughs> wait kind of about which part <laughs> you're kind of right that's how it is at the end usually uh you should watch okay. jojo not not to be like not to be that person, but ah <laughs> uh, no. Before uh before I go into the last question of the evening, do you have anything else that you wanted to say about Cassie? You know, not really. I yeah. <laughs> I'm usually very bad about like talking about this kind of thing because I'm very <laughs> like rec- <laughs> I'm a recluse when it comes to talking about like my like pseudo creative endeavors mm-hmm. I your usually... creative endeavors not pseudo your creative endeavors oh, own it okay fine my creative <laughs> endeavor because i don't know i will it... support people <laughs> like it like this is honestly very much just me and my hang-ups but it always feels like i'm being juvenile because i'm not like as good as like other people are at like writing or you know creating a character and all that but mm-hmm. you know it's it's been interesting to like actually open up a little more and talk about it well i am i am very glad to hear that <laughs> <laughs> i would hate to have had you on the podcast and be like stringing you along because that is like the absolute <laughs> last thing that i want to have happen on my show <laughs> oh don't worry about it you didn't you're great. Well, thank you. <laughs> so what is the last question? Your last question is, Vigil, why do you love Cassie so much? Big. <laughs> and? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I guess it's, I guess it's like, she, like I said, she's like the first OC that I really like connected with as like okay this is a recurring character for me this is a character that i want to flesh out more this is a character that i'm going to continue to adapt as i 
go like mm-hmm. role playing or playing a role playing game or like whatnot. This is this is a character that is like mine, like Aww. forever. Aww, your first OC, your first full blooded OC. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there were a few in there before that, but this is like the first one that like stuck. Go like stick a ribbon on her. <laughs> yeah. Get one of those like blue ribbons that says like first. <laughs> <laughs> first, yeah. Uh So is there anything else? Um, no, that's uh unless there's anything else you wanted to add, that's it. Not really. I mean I think I got out my piece. I yeah, we piece. uh we we went through a lot of stuff which I and I think we had some like I think I think we got some good conversation out of Cassie, which is always good to have. <laughs> That's always great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love I love being on podcasts and talking and stuff. Well, thank you. I am I am very glad that you were uh that you were able to come on this podcast and talk about Cassie. I appreciate yeah. it, Vigil. It definitely renewed my interest in like getting something actually going. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like if you're willing to mess around with uh, with time zones, uh, it is in in this day and age of the internet, like it is. I imagine that you will be able to find some kind of a group to play Cassie in. Oh yeah, it's so much easier now more than ever. Like now that like Dungeons and Dragons and other tabletop games, I I I do hate like actually just saying Dungeons and Dragons because it makes me feel like yeah. a wizard's shill or whatever people are saying <laughs> nowadays. But <laughs> but like yeah, now that like tabletop gaming as a whole is has gotten so much more popular, it's so easy mm-hmm. to like go on to like Reddit or Twitter or oh, whatever yeah. and post, "Hey, looking for a group." And sometimes you'll get like some <laughs> crackpots, but um yeah. Usually it'll just go well and you'll have some fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We're ending this uh, we're ending this episode on a positive note about finding tabletop communities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so Vigil, where would you like to be found on the internet if you would like to be found? Anything you want to promote and or plug? Oh, it's been so long since I've had to plug stuff for me. <laughs> so, I guess, the first off, I have a podcast, which, you know, everybody does nowadays, but mine is yeah. good because it's my own. Uh, it's called <laughs> Power Up, colon, Everything Nintendo and Beyond, or Power Up, exclamation mark, Everything Nintendo and Beyond. I don't really remember how it's written, but you'll find it somehow. We're on basically everywhere. Uh, yeah. In case you couldn't tell from the title... We talk about Nintendo and, you know, other things. (laughs) Typically, we talk about other things, actually. But, you know, we do still have that focus on Nintendo. And we talk about the news, Mm -hmm. too. And we talk about, like, what games we've been playing. And it's really fun. I do it with my best friend, Emily. And it's real fun to actually record every week. Mm -hmm. We just missed a week, but don't don't worry about it. (laughs) Honestly, like... I, I have gotten to the point in my podcasting career where, like, if I have to miss a week or, like, be late a week or whatever, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to apologize for it. Like, am I going to personally be disappointed that I couldn't get something out on time? Maybe. But it's like, you know what? I'm not going to apologize for 
having scheduling issues. That just kind of happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. We're all we're all human. Uh, yeah. I I yeah. also am on Twitter at half vigilante where I make awesome jokes all the time, or mm-hmm. you know retweet whatever I find funny, which is just retweet you know, stuff from Emma. <laughs> retweet stuff from Emma as well. Yes, you and you and happens. Emma retweet each other, and it's very precious. <laughs> Yeah, um, and also on Twitch at Half Vigilante, which I don't stream often, but I do stream sometimes. Mm-hmm. At least once. At least once every few months. At yeah. the very least. Honestly, like, from my understanding, um, streaming on Twitch uh, requires quite the setup. So I do not blame you for not having, not wanting to have that, like, get set up every week. Oh, yeah, no. And also, it, it, it doesn't help that, um... I don't have the best computer, so, like, every time I do stream, I it's kind of framey a little bit. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. It's not too bad. Yeah. Okay, uh, if you don't have anything else that you want to promote, I will go into my ending spiel. Nah, just, you know, be kind, be kind to everybody that you see. Say hi to somebody on the street. <laughs> that is a, that is a good note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> Watch watch all elite wrestling maybe. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The Home for Aerod OCs is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. It can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pippa, Stitcher, and honestly at this point, whatever other podcasters that you use, we're probably there. If not, let me know and I'll see about getting us on there. I'm sorry, uh, Pippa, like the pig? <laughs> No, that's Peppa. Pippa. P-I-P-P-A. Very close. I've never heard of that before. It's, uh, it is essentially the, uh, it's like the main distributor that I use, uh, for, like, running my feed and stuff, uh, and you can listen through Pippa. I don't think I've ever actually had anyone listen directly through the Pippa platform, but you never know. Um... Uh, our theme song is filed by Poddington Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. Rest in peace. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, they can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the WaywardOCPod hashtag. You can also email us at WaywardOCPod at gmail.com. Uh, and I uh, may or may not be uh, putting out some feelers relatively soon for new guests to talk about their original characters. Uh, so if you are someone that you know might be interested in coming on the show, uh, feel free to drop me a line. Uh, I do not promise any kind of, uh, any kind of schedule for when you may or may not actually be able to be on the show, but I will promise to read your email and, or tweet or whatever and respond. Uh, and of course, because this is a podcast, it is always incredibly helpful if you can rate and review us on your listening platform of choice and maybe even recommend us to a friend. Because that helps us to find more guests and a wider audience and to brighten more people's days. So, thank you all for listening. This has been the Home for Weirdo Seas, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. Really looking at that Star Wars plate right about now. The Crypto Naturalist Podcast has been described as Bob Ross crossed with Welcome to Night Vale and David Attenborough meets the X-Files. I would describe it as a loving look at nature. Just, well, 
nature I can guarantee you've never heard before. The show features strange creatures in unusual locations, guest poetry and fiction, and field reports voiced by people like Adel Rafai and Justin McElroy. Find the Crypto Naturalist anywhere you find podcasts or at CryptoNaturalist.com.